Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, there's going to be a contractor rental yard auction featuring vehicles, trucks, trailers, power tools, Hand tools, hardwood, flooring, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos up in Blackhawk always have the best promotions. This one coming up the weekend of October 13th. You're either going to get over a little over twenty two grand in cash, a 2019 700 HP Ford Mustang, or you get to pick a vehicle from Omera Ford, and they'll pay up to $40,000 towards the purchase. Get on up there, see how you can win one of those three great prizes. Check out their slot machines, really loose. I think they're really loose, great food, and they have a terrific sports book. Sasquatch and Wildcard, a family-owned casino that treats you like family. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Roster cuts have begun today. The deadline is 2 o'clock. The biggest name getting cut, Montreal, Washington. No surprise, but certainly the biggest name of the bunch. Yeah, I, I think that that was a that was one that you probably could have figured out pretty easily. It. Uh, He's not one of the top six wide receivers. No, he's not one of the top six wide receivers, and he's not the top returner. So, I mean, so where do you find a spot for him? You don't. Taylor Grimes has also been released. Mm -hmm. He was one of those feel-good stories, a guy who came from a small school, uh, set all kinds of records. uh, And And was a guy that you noticed at various times during training camp. how How much should he even play in the preseason? Not very much. You know what? I am wondering. I am wondering. And I think it'd be a wasted question to Sean Payton today. If he's the practice squad guy. Were you trying to hide him? Mm. Because you and I talked about that. This guy did flash at yes, times he did. during training camp. And I said to you, I'm wondering if they play him and he shows out, will somebody potentially pick him up? If he plays in games like he did uh, in training camp. And if he does, maybe some team will want him. I think not playing him, maybe they wanted him on the practice squad. Yeah. There were plenty of opportunities to play the wide receiver position. No, you're right. You're right. And he is intriguing. There's no question about it. Uh, He is intriguing. Um, The big thing about picking up a guy on waivers is you got to put him on. You got to put him on your 53. And I don't know if he would have been good enough anyway. Right. Albert Okawabenam. Or Okui Boonham, Steve Levy, <laughs> uh, he will be on somebody's fifty-three if indeed he is waived. Yes, no question about it. Has to be, but would be anyway. Yeah. So, um, so that's what we know as of right now. No other notable names have been released as of right now. Again, two p.m. is the deadline. With that, K1 Williams surgery on his ankle, mm-hmm. uh, six to eight week injury, according to reports. I think the question is, will he go on short term IR, where he can come back sometime this season? Or will they put him on season-ending IR? Remember, you can put eight guys on IR and then bring them back. Will Peyton want to hold all of his cards to have that opportunity with guys who go on IR but won't have to miss half the season? And that IR is a mandatory missing of four weeks. 
Correct. So that that's what you're looking at. Um, K1 is kind of a, in a little bit of weird limbo, isn't he? Because it's a, my understanding is it's a six to eight week recovery period. But I don't know about getting back onto the field. To me, Sean Payton is the type of guy, and and we don't, I don't know this yet because we haven't gone through this cycle. We're going to go, we're fixing to go through it right now. But my guess is that he's the type of guy that likes to know where his ducks are in a row. I don't think he wants to worry about part of the gaggle somewhere later in the, in the season. He wants to know what he's dealing with right there in front of him. So um, my guess is that, that, that K1 will probably be a full year IR guy. With that, saying Bassey has shown very mm-hmm. well very in training well. camp in the preseason. It would not surprise me if they, if the Broncos pick up two to four guys, two to four guys off of waivers. Again, three and a half is our over under. They go over two or and under. a half for offensive linemen. Could be right. Well, we went one and a half. Oh no, it was one and a half for offensive linemen, okay. and we went two. Three and a half on picking up guys off of waivers. Did you take the over or the under? I think I took the over. I would take the over as well. Now. Will they pick up somebody at the cornerback position? That would not surprise me. But the type of guy that they pick up, I'll be curious to see. Mm-hmm. Will they pick up a guy who they believe will start over Bassey? Or and money's going to have something to do with it, too, right? Yeah, you would think so, right? Yeah. Sure. Or, or, or is Bassey going to be the starter and they're just looking for a depth guy? Man, I think a thing Bassey is, is a guy now. I, I mean, he showed, he, he flashed and flashed hard in three games in the preseason, he's been good in practices. He had a pick. He had a pick in the, uh, in the dual, uh, practices, the shared practices with the Rams. He's been all over the place. Yep. Um, at some point you've got to reward that. Don't you, at some point, don't you have to look at that and say, this is kind of more who he is. So, I'm not talking about going out and, and getting a pick every week, but being in a position to make plays it, clearly he's, He's been that kind of guy. Okay, so you have Sertan, Damari Mathis, Bassey. Hoping, cross fingers, no injuries. Who's your fourth guy? Oh, yeah. I think that I think that you go get a guy, but I think that Bassey moves to the top of the list in terms of a guy that is going to get reps. I, I think he's going to play a lot. I think he will, too. But who is the fourth guy in a dime package? <sighs> right. McMillan probably. Yeah. I, that would be my guess. I mean, he's not like Bassey and he's a little bit more restricted in his, in where he has to play, but he's been pretty good. So pretty good. I don't know if pretty good is, is good enough, but I think that's probably where they are. Um, I don't know. We're getting an idea of who they value and Obviously, we're going to be watching very closely on the whole Alberto situation. Goes without saying, and um, and then we start ga- gathering guys in, and it will be. I, I it would be. I'd be hard pressed to think that they wouldn't go after some form of defensive back. Well, it's it's a ding losing K1 Williams mm-hmm. for at least eight weeks potentially for the season. Is it fair to say that cornerback was the deepest spot on the roster? Or would you say safety or someplace else? Or would you say running back? 
because Javante Williams has stayed healthy. I th- and, and you got P. Ryan. I think you've got a couple of options. I, they're they're good at safety because I they they like Turner Yell too. Yep. Um. So I think that they're I think they're a couple of deep there, and they feel pretty good about that. I think they're I think they're a little thinner than they'd like to be at cornerback. Well, they are now. Yeah. Because and and what's the saying? I mean, you can never have enough cornerbacks. Even when you're loaded, you never have enough cornerbacks. Right. For this very reason, right? Um, I think the running back room is good. Offensive line, I think you you need to you need to you need to work on the offensive line. Coming up after the break, how much will Russell Wilson run this season? Sean Payton had a conversation with Peter King. And after this conversation that I read about, that you read about, mm-hmm. I think we have our answer. That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at Reach us Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, there's going to be a contractor rental yard auction Featuring vehicles, trucks, trailers, power tools, hand tools, hardwood flooring, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, love telling you about my guy, Eric Cook, at Farmers Insurance. I've worked with him for many, many years. Health insurance. I've worked with him for auto insurance and home insurance. He also does commercial insurance as well. Not too many people do health insurance. Again, he does that as well. I love the fact that when something happens, he takes care of it for me. You never know you need a great insurance guy until you have to make a claim. And then you're sitting on the phone for a couple of hours thinking, when am I going to get through? And are they going to cover it? And do I have to negotiate with my insurance company? Eric does all that work for you. And that is a big deal. Anybody can give you insurance. The question is when you need it, how much will your insurance agent be on your side helping you out? No one does it better than Eric Cook at the Cook Insurance Agency with Farmers. Give him a call today, 303-790-8089, 303-790-8089. Broncos have, have announced a couple of more guys that will no longer be on the team, but could wind up on the practice squad. No surprise with Ben DiNucci. No, no surprise. He will likely wind up on the practice squad. And Aaron Patrick has been released. Any surprise there? That one is more of a, that one I was wondering about. Yep. I mean, I suppose at the end of the day, that's a numbers game, but that's a guy that can play. Yep. Aaron Patrick can play. Um, DJ Mustafer, I think, is a guy that that can play. It's not surprising as a rookie that he was waived. Right. I'd be surprised if he's not back on the practice squad. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, at all. That, that's a guy that can play a little bit. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. 
The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. Sean Payton said he wants to see Russell Wilson run more. Ran the ball 55 times last season. Not not a low number, uh, although when you look at his yardage, it wasn't very impressive. During Wilson's second-to-last season, which he played every game in the regular season for the Seahawks, that was in 2020, he ran the ball 83 times. Peyton added, those are the type of carries I want to see Russell Wilson have. Are you surprised it's really that high? No. No, not when I stop to consider. By the way, that was for 513 yards. Yes, 513. Nice number. Mm -hmm. would, Would you take 513 right now if they offered it? I'd worried about I'd worry about the hits. I would too. But I mean, be, if he's smart about it, yeah. But I'd take the five thirteen uh, right now. Um, I think that Sean Payton is all about cultivating every opportunity that he has to create offense with the skill level that he has on this football team. To the point where he what he's willing to take a chance on this quarterback and his health to do something that can be good for not only him, but more importantly for this offense and this team. Does Russell Wilson being mobile and being able to run the football potentially help this team win football games? The answer is yes. Right. And that's, I think all Sean Payton needs. Uh, Russ looks good right now. And I'm knocking on wood when I'm saying this. He looks good right now. He's throwing the ball well. He seems to be making good decisions. His processor looks good to me. And he finds space and the right times at this point to run the football. And he's been effective doing it. Right. Hasn't been ill-advised to this point. There's going to be a moment, a time, an intersection where he takes a hit or something happens that you want that you worry about him getting up like last year when he when it was the ground that did it in the game against Kansas City, right? Yeah. Who needs who more? Does Wilson need Peyton more? Or does Peyton need Wilson more? Yeah. And and, and and the answer is both. I think but if it's fifty one forty nine, who's the fifty one? I think Russ needs it more. I think Russ needs Peyton more. I think Russ needs that kind of direction more. Um I think Russ wants to be buttoned down in a weird kind of way. It's just like kids say they want to do what they want to do and they don't want discipline and structure and boundaries. The truth is they if, they, if they have them, yes. if they have them, they know things are going to be a lot better. for I, them. I, And I believe that that's the case for Russ. Um, I think that he is totally bought in on Sean Payton. Yep. Totally bought in. So why wouldn't you listen to him and try to do everything that he wants you to do, realizing that he's probably going to give you some flexibility for creativity within the offense. Might shorten his career. It might. It might. But, man, Russ wants it back. It, we saw that at the end of last season. and it, He sat there at the end. of. He was still balling the last few games of the season, doing everything that he could. And, that, and, and I think that that won him fans. You know, the way that he played against Kansas City and and the he understood the importance of playing hard and trying to win a football game against a team that now has taken over that rivalry. 
I think that he understands the importance that this year plays in his career. And I think that he is ready to hand it over to Sean Payton and say, okay, man, I'll do your bidding. Put me in put me in the right positions to be successful. I would agree with you that Wilson needs Peyton more. But man, if Peyton Ooh. can get you, Wilson mm-hmm. on track, yeah. that is a line on his resume that will stamp him for the Hall of Fame and he won't have to wait very long. Well, you used the term in the first hour, and I would agree with it. It would be one of the stories of the NFL this year. Right. If you can turn Russell Wilson back around in the right direction, and if that means, on top of it, that all of a sudden the Broncos are a relevant football team again. I don't think it needs to be 10 or 11 wins, which I believe is probably a little hopeful, a little wishful. But as long as the Broncos are a relevant football team ready to take that next step. Anything better than that, to me, is pennies from heaven. Right. Uh, This coming from Diana Russini, uh, ESPN Insider. She said, the kicker market is busy. Teams currently making calls around the league, looking for opportunities to trade for kickers. The Rams, Lions, Titans, Niners, and Broncos. There you go. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be Marr or Robbie Gold. Right. That's who I would bet on. Those would be the, the two guys. Right. I don't think Crosby is, I, I, I mean, I know it, it would be a cool thing to see you guy comes back to kick in Denver and all of that. I just don't feel like that's. For whatever reason, I just don't feel like that's a possibility. I've always felt, I've always felt that when we do these shows, I never want to produce a show for me, like what I like. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you see that where somebody likes a team and the team they like is in another market Mm -hmm. and they wind up talking about them way too much. What I'm about to say is for me. Okay. Because I'm a big fan of this. Because I think it's the greatest event on the planet. Okay is the Ryder Cup. All right. It's the greatest event I've ever covered. I've covered Super Bowls, Stanley Cup Finals, NBA Finals, yada, yada, yada. The captain's picks are in for the Ryder Cup. Mm. Brooks Kepka, Ricky Fowler, Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, and Justin Thomas. Wow. Right. Wow. Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas. This just came that's really interesting. Over hot off the presses. Mm. The Ryder Cup is something that I do not miss. I love watching the Ryder Cup. I do. And boy, we will see if uh, Zach Johnson is right on Justin Thomas. Yeah. Because that guy is a gamer, although he it, it didn't have the season that he had. Not a great to. year. Right. Here's something else is that Jordan Spieth and Dustin and uh, Justin Thomas are the closest of close yeah. friends. So you can see them being paired up as yeah. well. But they had to go with experience because they have three rookies on that team. Hmm. But I digress. So we are waiting to hear on, you know, more cuts. As we talked about at the top of the show, we knew some things would, would trickle in. Uh, the Bengals, by the way, have released Trevor Simeon. 
okay. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not sug- right. I'm not suggesting that it is a big deal. No. Um, but it's funny. Um I'm looking to see how many years he has played. Oh my gosh. He's ha- he's made himself a a he very is, good career. He has had a career. Yeah, he so sure far. has. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six years he's played. And for a and, guy who's a seventh round pick. Yeah. And he will get picked up by somebody. Sure he will. And he will get some money to hold a clipboard. You're darn right. And good for him. And more power to him. Great he, guy. Because he's good enough. Yep. He's good enough to be on an NFL roster probably as a number two as a number two quarterback. You don't want him starting for the entire season. No. I certainly understand that. No. But to come in and maybe play a couple games for you, I mean, his numbers are the furthest thing from jump off the page, but he is serviceable. He's not going to complain. He's a good teammate and obviously good for him. Uh, getting back to Brett Maher, are you surprised they're still looking to make a trade instead of picking up a Robbie Gold or somebody like that. Yeah, maybe a little surprised. There must be something that they're not totally convinced about, but his performance over the last couple of games played better. And certainly at practice um has been pretty good. Yeah. So, uh so I mean, I defer obviously to whatever they are where you know what they think about that maybe they're just a little skittish about you know when when the ammunition is is live and and this guy gets back out there maybe there's some doubt about him i don't know what it would be mentally confidence wise i don't know but i know this he's kicked extremely well in the last two weeks and that means at practice too by the way, here's a guy to keep your eye out for. I'm not suggesting they're going to bring him in. Panthers released cornerback Keith Taylor. Um, he played 35% yeah. of the snaps last year for the Panthers. He might be a candidate, potentially, to come to the Broncos if the Broncos feel that Kwan Williams is a long-term IR guy. It's an Azuro Evero guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. We will see. Interesting. Coming up after the break. Uh, interesting stuff coming out of CBS Sports. They wrote an article talking about the most overrated and underrated teams this year in college football. The Buffs are on one of those lists. Overrated, underrated. We'll tell you which list they're on next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman today. There'll be a contractor rental yard auction featuring vehicles, trucks, trailers, power tools, hand tools, hardwood flooring, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, the Broncos are releasing players 
right now as we speak. A bunch of things have already happened this morning. Ben DiNucci has been released. Same with Aaron Patrick and Montrell Washington. Those are the biggest names so far. I think the name that everyone is waiting for is Albert Okawebenam going to be released. Also, this just happened a minute ago. The uh, Broncos have waived cornerback Fayon Hicks. Saw that. Interesting. Yep. yep. So, uh, and they've they've dropped uh, Art Green as well, another cornerback. They gave him a nice bonus as an undrafted uh, guy. Right. Uh, Delonte Hood is another corner. So, they've been dropping corners. And and I think that we feel like that they will acquire one, yeah, uh, in some shape or form, um, to supplement that room, right. So three corners right now on the way out. Interesting. Uh, here's a guy to keep your eye out for. Um, former now former Bills offensive lineman David Questenberry. He could be a guy the Broncos mm. look at for a little bit of. Uh, Depth. Offensive line depth. Yep. Just a name to uh, keep your eye on. I'm not saying they're going to bring him in. I certainly have no intimate knowledge that they like him or not, but he's a guy that has just been released, and he's a guy who has played, I believe, for a little while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so. he's a familiar name. So Right. Right. All okay. right. With that, time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS, and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Okay, CBS Sports' Chip Patterson wrote an article titled College Football Playoff Predictions, Expert Picks, Most Overrated and Underrated Underrated Teams in the category of overrated. He put in Alabama, Texas, which is interesting because he put Texas in overrated and underrated. <laughs> okay. I suppose he couldn't make a decision. Right. Also in overrated South Carolina, USC, and Colorado. Mm. So Deion Sanders has been the talk of college football all summer, and for good reason. Got the number one transfer class nationally, ultimately replaced 70 scholarship players in one cycle. He said the level of talent is unquestionably higher on paper. Unfortunately, as he wrote, all the ink spilled about Colorado this offseason will run dry as the campaign starts. He points out the strength of schedule, which the non-conference games specifically are going to be TCU and Nebraska. The Pac-12 is going to be a lot better this year, and it was very good last year. The Buffs play five of the top six teams in the Pac-12, and then ended by saying at the end of the year, we could be looking at the most talked about two and ten team or worse in team history. Is that a little over the top? It seems a little over the top to me. Um, and I'm pretty cautious about where Colorado is, but I'll ask you the question. How do you think he's defining overrated? Is it just because of all of the sizzle that prime has brought to Boulder? The the hype that they, they possibly, they can't possibly live up to the hype, but what does really overrated mean for a team that was one and 11 last year? I mean, I'm trying to figure it out. It has more to do with the sizzle. Yeah, right. There's no doubt it does. Because, hey, um, if you do finish 2-10, and you've won 50% more games. (laughs) Right. I mean, the over-under on this team is 3.5. Yeah. It's not like, I I mean, I'm not sure what what the author is thinking about here and, and what the overrated really is. 
it would have to be the height, the sizzle, all of the stuff around it that it can't possibly live up to it. If from that standpoint, you want to define overrated, I guess I could probably live with that. Unless it's your guy on your team, generally generally speaking, people don't like loud mouths. Mm -hmm. People don't like people who are shameless self-promoters, right? I know that Broncos fans, generally speaking, aren't crazy about Patrick Mahomes because of all the success that he's had and the Chiefs are in the Broncos division. But the guy they probably really, really, really don't like is Travis Kelsey because he can't keep his mouth shut. He always backs it up. But no one likes a talker, especially when that guy is talking about your team or bloviating about how great he is or how great his team is. Right? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is a difficult guy not to like, but you just don't like his success against the Broncos. So Deion Sanders comes in. We coming. We coming. We coming. Right? And then what he said to his players right when he started. Yeah. And now there's going to be a show on Amazon Prime about him. And he is a shameless self-promoter. And the videos that he puts out that are all about him. People don't like that in general unless it is your guy. I think the majority of the country that are college football fans want to see Deion Sanders fail. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And I think that's fine with Deion Sanders. No, I don't think he I mean, really don't cares think either. He cares. I just it's like I think I think he's got his own agenda and this is the way that he chooses to play it out. And if people like it, fine, get on board. If you don't, too bad. I, I'm not gonna waste my energy on you. Now, let's look at what happened with the Broncos last year. Did anyone have a problem in the preseason games? Anybody have a problem in OTAs or mini camps or training camp when Russell Wilson said, let's ride? Everybody loved it around here. Sure. Yeah, because we're going to ride because look how bad yeah. we've been. Let's go. And after the first game, what do you say? Let's ride. <laughs> Even though they <laughs> lost. Let's but, ride. But, but it was only one game. But as the losing started, it kind of started to get annoying. Oh, it got annoying very quickly. So, yeah, if CU gets off to a slow start, mm-hmm. they lose their first couple of games, and then they have Cal. Or not Cal. Then they have Oregon. And, U- and USC. USC. USC right, and, right. And, and, you know, Colorado State is sandwiched in there. People are going to say about Deion Sanders, shut the F up and win some games. Yes. Because this is getting annoying. Now, Mm -hmm. if they are close losses, see, that's what Russell Wilson dealt with. Close losses. We are looking at potential blowouts. Yeah, absolutely. There is definitely a, you know, there's a show me component to Coach Prime. There is a show me component. Everything to this point has been... Look, you can take some exception to the way it's been done. That's up to you and your own interpretation. I leave you to that. But we are to the point now where it's, I need some results. Right. Period. Yep. And that's any industry. Right. That's, that's, I mean, you got, you have to produce now. No one wants to hear about how great you think you are. Uh, just show, just show me. me. Just show me. Just win me some games. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? 
Matthew Stafford is having some issues connecting with his younger teammates, and why won't Cardinals coach Jonathan Gannon name his week one starting quarterback? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Look around you all, you see Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, smileysports.com. Reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman today. There will be a contractor rental yard auction featuring vehicles, trucks, Trailers, power tools, hand tools, hardwood flooring, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, it is never too early to start thinking about lunch or dinner. My suggestion, head to 36 and Pecos and go to the best barbecue spot in town. In my opinion, it is one of the best restaurants in town. Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew with that. Want to bring back Dave, who just got back from vacation. How are you, my friend? How was your vacation? It was good. It was good. It was challenging, but it was good. Challenging? How did it, how does a vacation become challenging? Because I uh, I create these dramas for myself. I'm an intense person, and it wasn't just a family vacation. It was a sponsored event that I went on, so it, it was fun, though. Okay. Well, good. Well, let's talk about events, because this weekend is a full slate of college football games. Then in a couple of weeks, we're going to have a full slate of NFL games. And one thing that people love to do is tailgate. And instead of doing the tailgate yourself, how about go to Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew and you can cater for them? What kind of options do you have? Well, I think that's a great idea. Let, let us do the work for you. You know, if you're looking for just a, an easy way to go, our family meals are fantastic. If you look on our uh, in-house menus, our Big Kahunas and Tidi Wahinis, they feed between three to eight people. Um, variety of four different proteins, four different sides, cornbread. And if that's not, uh, you know, uh, of interest to you, we can do everything a la carte, from meats by the pound, sides by the half gallon, breads a la carte, desserts a la carte. So we have some great options. So let's design a menu for 20 people. What kind of proteins would you recommend? What kind of sides would you recommend? You know, I, I... I think our pulled pork and brisket is a is a is a great go to. Um, you know, if you want to do just those two meats, we can do some sliders, and we'll give you some little slider buns. You can make little sandwiches. That's a great way to go. Um, our jalapeno sausages are fantastic. We'll cut those up into coins, so you can just pick them up by hand, and uh, they have a great bite to them. And then you can't you can't miss out on our ribs. I mean, you know, let's get messy with the ribs. Well, one thing that people don't like to do at tailgates, at least I don't, I don't like to necessarily use utensils. I want finger foods as much as anything else. And you brought up a really good point. We could take the brisket or the pulled pork and turn them into sliders. That way you need a plate, but you really don't need a plate. 
So moving in that direction, what kind of things can be done? Well, I mean, like I gave you those, those uh, four options, then we can go into our chickens as well. We've got wings that are great to just pick up. Um, we can do them spicy, sweet original. We can do them with our Cajun spice, our dry rub. And then we also have our roasted chickens as well. We cut those up into pieces. So, again, those are very finger-friendly. Okay. So you always want something sweet at a tailgate, and all of your desserts are homemade. Give me one or two things that people should bring to their tailgate. Well, if we're sticking with that uh, finger kind of uh, uh, thought process, our fudge brownies are great. I mean, we'll, we'll cut them up for you. They'll be individually wrapped. Um, people can just kind of grab and go. They're nice and gooey. Um, but if you do want that plate with, uh, with a spoon or fork, I think our apple cobbler just travels well. It serves well. It's a great way to go. Okay. So for your sides, you're going to need probably a fork. So give me three sides, must-have. I think it's a must-have is our baked beans. you got to have our mac and cheese, and you got to have our coleslaw. Yeah, I've had all three, and as much as I love all the proteins, I'm good with just your sides. <laughs> but then again, I'm good with just your proteins, and then again, I'm good with just your desserts. But combine all three, that is a trifecta <laughs> for a great tailgate. How do people find you? Uh, check us out on our website, smokingdaves.com. List all of our locations, and you can actually place your catering needs right through that website. Dave, have a great day. Welcome back to town. You too. Thanks, bud. See you, man. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. All righty. Matthew Stafford immediately has a tough time connecting with his younger teammates on the team. Stafford said, I don't know how to lead people I have no connection with. I have to somehow find a way to connect with them. Stafford even went to the equipment guy to get a book printed of all their faces and all their names because he said, I need to know their names. We need to talk, right. so I'm going to find their names, and I'm going to say, hey, so-and-so, how was your weekend? Uh, Stafford's wife confirmed on her podcast that he struggles to gel with the younger Rams. How can Stafford build a better bond with his younger teammates? I never thought I'd say this. Call Aaron Rodgers because he's done a brilliant yeah, job sure of doing has. that. You're right. I mean, what you have basically just admitted to everyone is yeah. you're not a good leader. Yeah, that's not, that and, is not a look you want. And you know what? I got to tell you something. That tells me everything about why he couldn't win in Detroit. Right there. Maybe they didn't have a lot of talent, but that just tells me you're not a leader and your Super Bowl with the Rams was an aberration. Yes, you had a lot of talent on that team. Von Miller, Aaron Donald. You had some good wide receivers. Sean McVay is a great coach. I'm not saying they won in spite of you, but shame on you that you admitted that publicly. That's not a skill. That, that, that's just wanting to be a part of something and being inclusive of everyone around you. It's not that darned hard. Peyton Manning came to a new team late in his career. Figured it Tom out Brady quickly. went to a new team late in his career. Wow, Matthew, that's a really sad statement yeah. about you. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. All right, just in case you missed it, the Arizona Cardinals have more clarity on their quarterback situation uh, less than two weeks before week one. Kyler Murray won't be activated off the pup list, meaning Murray will miss at least the first four games. Cardinals also released Colt McCoy, a bit of a surprise there. 
Uh, Jonathan Gannon said he won't name a week one starting quarterback because he wants to maintain a competitive advantage. Uh, the starting job comes down to Joshua Dobbs, who they just traded for, and Clayton Toon. Broncos saw him in, uh, in the first preseason game. Is it really a competitive disadvantage if Gannon names the week one starter now? Well, the week one starter will be Caleb Williams, or at least the pursuit of Caleb Williams. Of next so, year? Yeah. I mean, it, it, just whatever they're doing now is for getting Caleb Williams. But I got to tell you something. Caleb Williams has come out and said, that he might come back. Yeah, you're right. If I don't like the team that's going to take me, I will come back and play at USC. Yeah, there's a lot of people that, that might think that until there's about, you know, X million dollars on the table. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, that yeah, that does give him at least a little bit of leverage. Yep. Agreed. At the end of the day, he's going to get his money as number one pick anyway. One way or the other. The, 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 the salaries are slotted. Anyway, mm-hmm. if he waits another season, the money is going to be there. And it's not like he's not getting money at USC. Right. So there you well go. Well done with the NIL mm-hmm. because that is a fact. No question. All right, just in case you missed it, the Seattle Mariners stayed red hot. 7-0 win last night over the A's. They are the hottest team in baseball, winning four straight in 12 of 13. Mariners also have 20 wins in the month of August. It's the latest they've been in first place in the American League West since 2001. Uh, will the M's be able to hold off the Rangers and Astros and win their first division title since 2001? My mom, who is the biggest Seattle Mariners fan that I know and is a true fan of the game, can tell you about who's down on the farm in Tacoma, the whole nine yards, is finally starting to accept the possibility that her team may be really damn good after being very concerned about it all year long. So I am pulling so desperately for the Seattle Mariners who have had it who've made this regular season. That division has made the regular season an incredible thing to watch. Because the Rangers have had a great year. Houston is Houston and the Mariners are right where everyone thought that they would be. I think it's going to be a great run down the stretch. Why not? win the division. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, they always have great specials, specifically on wine, all Spanish wines. 15% off. They deliver to the entire Denver metro area. Every delivery over 100 bucks is free. And don't forget to download their app. Your first order of $25 or more is free through the app as well. That is going to do it for us. Nigel, Alex, great job as always. Same with you, Bruce. There will be a press conference today to talk about all of the cuts that were made. And right before we go, let me give you the latest update to see if anything has happened. And as of right now, the biggest names to go, Fayon Hicks Mm -hmm. has been released, Ben DiNucci, Montrell Washington, and Aaron Patrick. Those are your headliners. Make it the best possible day you can. 